Hello from LA and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Aaron Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Okay, welcome back to um, part two of our finale episode. Um, I we recorded this all at once, so I cut right in. So yeah, yeah. we're gonna. Um, <laughs> so you're gonna get us just like jumping right back into the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make sure you guys knew that we're coming back. Um, this is part two of the finale. Thanks so much for waiting. Yeah. Um, and for being you here with it. us, and for make sure you listen to part one first. <laughs> yeah, listen to part one first. Um, and here's part two, and then we'll see you next week with a bunch of wrap up yeah. stuff. And uh, yeah. Hope you guys are all doing well. With that, here we go. <laughs> um, so we go to the hospital. Yeah. And, and Jack just lays out boundaries that Jen wants. She's like, look, you just have to listen. You have to be funny. There's no sadness. And and Jen, Joey's like, how could we, how could I possibly respect a boundary? And Jack's like, well, you're going to have to leave then. <laughs> I mean, truly. Yeah. Truly. Um, I do think, I do want to say here. The fact that now everyone knows Jen's going to die. Yeah. Joey lost her mother when she was a child. Yeah. And we don't get any feelings. Any feelings about that. Jack lost his brother when he was young. Uh Not a feeling about that. Dawson lost his dad when he was young. Yeah. Not a feeling about that. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. When you're dealing with this, it brings, like, it brings stuff up. Yeah. It just does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, especially Joey was a hospital, like, a slow death, too. Right. You know, like, I, Slower I, I, than this one. Right, but it was more of a hospital death versus, yeah. like, a sudden one, like, Jack or, or, or da- Dawson, Dawson right. experience. So, like, you would think to her hospitals are very triggering. Totally. And also here is where I would also like to say... That Jen absolutely does not need to die for these characters to get an ending. No. Like, I know that's Kevin Williamson's reasoning for this was like, you know, the the well, last like, the last vestige of childhood ends when your friends start dying, which seems absolutely insane to me. And that means that like I stopped being a child at age 15, but or I'm still a child. <laughs> or you're still a child. Well, and, and like also like Abby Morgan died. Right. Like, so they already have this. I don't know. It's it's a, it, also these people have lost big people in their lives. Yeah, like, they, it's a stupid reasoning. I hate that decision. I, I mean, like we've said before, it's a terrible decision. It does not need to happen. And also, Michelle Williams is f- one of the best actors of our generation. Yeah, and so she absolutely knocks it out of the park. No, that I totally agree. It's super complicated. And like, what other story would they tell that made this episode so good? Because. They wouldn't have given Jen a good story. <laughs> they just won. I mean, <laughs> so like, right, right, right. To really see just how phenomenal she was, they, you know, this was the only thing we were really sure. were gonna get, unfortunately. So it's just like it's really truly bittersweet, to be honest, yeah. because like this is it makes it such a good episode, but you just always walk away being like, the f- fucking patriarchy killed her. It just doesn't make any sense. Right? Why is she? What is she? A heart thing? A heart stripe. Yeah. So they send Pacey in first and he's like, send in the clowns, huh? And I was just like, oh, my musical theater heart is just yeah. pieces. And he like. And it kind of like, it, I agree, but also it was like, the way he sees himself sometimes is such, it's so heartbreaking. It's like, no, there's, 
sending in her other best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. And he goes, he goes in first and Jen immediately is like, I see the fake smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, dude, say something. How are you? And he's like, well, Jack says you're dying, but other than that, I'm fine. And then they just giggle <laughs> and it's just like, see, they're best friends. And that is so like true. Yeah. That's so true. And like Joey, it, it, we go back to the waiting room. Joey's doing the thing you do. And yeah. she's like asking all the questions. Okay. Donor list transplants. Yeah, like, yeah. She's like, how do we stop this? How do we fix yeah, it? Yeah. And like, I, I feel that on such a deep level. I know that feeling unfortunately, extremely well. Um, And, you know, um, Jack then sees Doug walking in with flowers. And he's like, oh, thanks. Like, I'm going to give these to Jen. And he's just kind of like, "Our, you know, our problems right now have been trumped. And like, Doug's like, I... You need anything? I'm here for you. Yeah, Doug's like, I get it. Like, I'm here for you. I -hmm. get that, like, you can't... We're not going to deal with us right now. Yeah. But, like, I'm here if you need me. Yeah, and then Pacey comes up and is like, all right, you all ready to Dawson and Joey? Yeah. And they walk in together, and Jen and Pacey start cracking jokes about Jen dying, and Dawson and Joey are, like, appalled. Horrified. (laughs) And, like, Dawson's like, that's not funny, and Pacey's like, what's deadly funny? I know. (laughs) Jen's like, we could die laughing right now. Yeah. (laughs) And Joey's like, stop it. And I think this is the moment where we're supposed to be like, oh, you know, they've lost a parent. So this is like, you know, traumatic for them in that way or whatever, but they, yeah. they just don't say it. Yeah. So, so we go back to the B and B and Joey comes back and, you know, Bessie's like, like, how is she? I'm headed over there. And Joey's phone rings and she ignores the call. And yeah, Joey does say that Jen is more brave than she'll ever know, which yeah. kind of took me back. Like, yeah. I think sometimes Joey does really see Jen. Yeah. You know, and um, I will also say at this point, before we get into the phone call, that, like, the fact that this show did a five-year gap, mm-hmm. I think really alleviates some of the shit from the past season. Yeah, of course. Because, like, I'm less inclined to be annoyed that Joey and Jen are, like, pretty close right now. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, they hopefully they have done some work. Huh. They both live in New York City. They both City. live in New York. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like... like my, I, I definitely agree that you can buy that they've hung out in New York. We haven't seen the, like, just real violence Joey throws at Jen, you know? And yeah, our, yeah. Like... <laughs> We're like, okay, five years, like something's changed. Like we can believe that maybe they've actually become friends. Totally. Yeah, totally. I agree. So yeah, Joey's phone rings. She doesn't answer it. And Bessie's like, girl, you are avoiding. Yeah. Like you found out he was going to propose. You came back here. You figured out you're still in love with your ex-boyfriend. And, and Joey's I was like, like, I'm not in love with my ex-boyfriend. And Bessie's like, you're right, ex-boyfriends. Right. And like, <laughs> like, shout out Kevin Williamson for absolutely dragging this out to the bitter end. I like, love it. You really did it, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and Bessie's like, you're too chicken to call him and, and tell him it's, it's over. over. And she's like, I'm not chicken. And then Bessie's like, well, then fucking do it. And I don't know. I, I actually did like this kind of growth moment for yeah. Joey because, like I've said, she doesn't really take advice or ask for advice. Yeah. But Bessie's like, just break up with him. Like, you're being fucked up. And she does do it. Yes. I agree with you on that point. I have another point, which is that she calls her boyfriend that she lives with. I know. On the phone to break up with him when she went out of town for a wedding for a weekend. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a lot. That's so, that's. I mean, it's not more than 
finding a ring and then running away. I I hear that. I do really hear that. But like my thing is like, I mean, go back to New York and break up with him in person yeah. or make him come here and break up with him in person. Like make him come <laughs> so she could break up with him. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, don't do that. But like you but at least do it in person. Like, yeah. you know, doing it over the phone while you're like gone. For yeah. A weekend I mean, is- it just feels so classic. She's 25 ignoring his calls. He knows it's coming. Just do it over the phone. Yeah, then, you know? I guess. I don't know. Um, so Dawson and Lily are on the couch finishing Harold and Maude. And once again, I must ask, why? why is Lily watching this movie? And Dawson's hair is truly wild. It's, like It looks so messy. It's very hard to look at anything else. Yes. I, like, he does a hair journey. And unfortunately, it ends so poorly. <laughs> and like, it's not like the other ones are looking great, but like, Wow. 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 Okay. And so Lily, her hot take is she hated Harold and Maude because like. Maude dies. Yeah. And she's like, that's fucked up. And And she's like, Harold's happy about it. Yeah. And Dawson's like, yeah, because it it was the time they got to spend together. Yeah. He's like, he's happy that he knew her and they got to spend the time together. He had a soulmate. And here's where we get Dawson's definition of soulmate. Are you ready? Yeah. I want to, I'm going to read this out loud and then I want to tell you, I want you to tell me if this sounds anything like Dawson and Joey. I know. Or if it makes any sense. Or if it makes any sense. It's like a best friend, but more. Uh Uh-huh. The person who knows you better than anyone else. They make you a better person. (laughs) We're we're already off the rails. Mm -hmm. Actually, no. You make yourself better because they inspire you. Someone you carry with you forever. The person who knew you and accepted you and believed in you before anyone else did or when no one else would. And no matter what happens, you'll always love them. Nothing can ever change that. Listen. I guess that just more sounds like an old friend than a soulmate. Like, I don't know. It's kind of implying that you can't have some a quote-unquote soulmate that you've... <laughs> that you meet in your midpoint of your life. Right. I agree. I agree. I also like to unpack looking at the receipts from six seasons of this show that that doesn't describe Dawson and Joey. No, someone who knows you better. That makes you a better person. That has been categorically proven false. They They do not make make each other worse worse, people. Way worse. Way worse. And he says, no, you make yourself better because they inspire you. The only person I've seen do that for Dawson is Jen. Yeah. And for Joey, it's Pacey. Yeah, yeah. So... And like, okay, yeah, the person who knew you and accepted you and believed in you before anyone else did or when no one else would. And it's also like, isn't that Joey and Pacey? And Jen and Dawson. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I don't, it also describes Jen and Jack. I mean, yeah. if, we're, if we're throwing things out yeah. there. But like, <laughs> it does not describe Joey and Dawson. It doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. No. Just period the end. It does not. Yeah. I mean, like, I like that they're finally defining their terms. But even in that, I was like, I didn't really buy that. And I just like, I don't understand this storytelling. Yeah. So then Lily just. And and Dawson's like, does that make sense? And And Lily's like, can I have your room? It's so perfect. (laughs) Because that's kind of how I felt was like, nope, nope. I don't, and I'm not, and I don't care to, I don't, I don't not, care to further don't, this conversation, yeah, No, but I want to take your room. And yeah. so 
which is great. So and we go to the ice She's house. like, mom told me how to ask you. It's so cute. And he, he does say yes. Yeah. It is It is cute to see Dawson be a sibling and to have like yeah. this connection. I I do like that. And and luckily they did cast like a decent child She's actor. Yeah. You know, like of all the child actors we've seen. Yeah. She's no lip Nikki. She, she <laughs> she's better. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You're right. So, she is no <laughs> lip Nikki. So we go to the ice house and Pacey's like alone and cleaning up a little bit. And Joey comes to the door and she's like, dude, I've been walking around in a fog. I'm yeah. starving. It's I have kind not of like today. a callback to the season one finale. Yeah, where they are where, where he comes, he to, the comes ice house. to the ice house looking for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And we go into the kitchen and Pacey has like made Joey some pasta sauce is like later or like on. a primavera or something like a marinara sauce. Yeah. yeah. And she like There's tries like a it. yellow bell pepper, though. Oh, I thought it was a red sauce. But mm-hmm. if he's cooking with a yellow bell pepper and a red sauce, girl, <laughs> yeah, I know my Italian ancestors are coming up from the grave yeah. to get after you anyway. So he's like, yeah, she or she's like, dude, this is your calling. Like. This yeah. is so good. And he's like expresses some self-loathing about how he ended up in Cape Side and like yeah, only he's got out for a couple of years. essentially having the same conversation that Dawson did where he's like, yeah, like this is really cool, but it's not what I really want. And he's like, you know, Dawson went to Hollywood and conquered it and you were in Paris and New York and like I'm here. Yeah. She's like, and to I her flew credit, coach. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does say she flew coach. Um, to her credit, Joey's like, Pacey, you own a restaurant. Like you done good. I know, but I think it's the same thing that he's saying. It's like my my goal was to get out of Cape Side, and I didn't do that. Right. It, he's saying the same thing that Dawson said. Where Dawson's like, "Yeah, but my goal was to make movies, and I'm not doing that. And I, I understand. I'm I'm excited about what I'm doing, but like, it's not it's not my goal. And I want to talk to my best friend about that. And I kind of like this part. This scene kind of did bum me out in the sense that he's saying like, I didn't get out, and like, I I don't like who I am in Cape Side. Yeah, I guess I feel a little bit more complicated about like where he was at with that idea throughout the series. Because like in season four, you know, they have that moment where he's like, she's called someone a townie and he like gets all mad at her. Yeah. And because he doesn't want to be one and that's what he is. Well, he's afraid that he's going to be. And then he's like, why are you judging? Yeah, totally. And, but like, there's this way in which I think like, and I wish maybe I wish she had come around a little more to be like, I was fucking wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's okay if you're here. Yeah. You know? But also, like, yeah, to his credit, like, if he doesn't want to be in Cape Side then, and he ended up there, then, like, you know, I can see how that could be a disappointment. Yeah. Um, And, like, you know, she's like, you've got this great life here, dude. And he's like, you know, I just wish I could feel that. And she, she asks him, she's like, like, you don't? Mm-hmm. You don't feel that? And he's like, I mean, I haven't until you walked through my door. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> and he's like, you just reminded me what I'm capable of feeling. Yeah. And he says, like, you know, it seems like I was looking at my life through this, like, smudged window and you showed up and it, you know, the glass was clean. Yeah. And she kind of can't handle that. Yeah. So she starts throwing food. <laughs> <laughs> And they relatable, ha- Joey. And they That's have this Joey's relatable to kind me. of like really sweet food fight. Yeah. And then they like end like almost about to kiss. Right, right. 
And he's like, you know, what is it with the two of us? Like, we keep ending up at this spot. Yeah. And, and she's she like. She cannot handle this conversation. Yeah. Are you bringing us down? Because, like, I could leave. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I would never. Yeah. And then he shoves pasta in her sweatshirt. Yeah. Which I did like. And, and he's like, what are you going to eat? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your dinner you're throwing at me. And then she kind of, like has like a, a moment she's like yeah. oh is this okay that we're laughing at a time like this and he like kind of gives her permission to like yeah be complicated he's like now more than ever like yeah of course and you know we go then to jen's room and she it's like the next day she's getting the whole scoop from last night oh my Jen. god it is so sweet and i just was like i've been begging for this scene begging like i wanted this scene for so long of what if Joey. we got this scene when they had sex yeah like can you imagine oh my I mean, god oh my god or what even in after castaways even if totally. we didn't get it in season four could we have gotten it in season six totally what the fuck oh else was my going god on i know like what could we gotten this instead of a cj moment <laughs> i no. So Jen's like, so, you so know, she, she was Joey's like, telling her about Pacey. Yeah. About Christopher. At Christopher, yeah. It seems like Joey's telling her about Pacey, but what she's really doing is telling Jen about Christopher. Yeah. And breaking up with him. And she's like, And you Jen's know, just like, what? You know, he just let you go like that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's like, she's like, he's supposed to be some brooding writer. And Joey's like, well, he quoted Pablo Neruda. Loving, <laughs> love is so short for getting his so long. And I was yeah. like, oh, God. It's so I funny. I would have fallen for that. Well, even Jen's like, oh. <laughs> Joey's like. He stole it from Pablo Neruda. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so funny. This is 100% why I read Pablo Neruda. I bet you. <laughs> I bet you. So Jen's like. Like, what am I going to do with you, dude? Like, you keep getting yourself into these situations. Yeah. You jump in with your heart. You jump out with your head. Like, your head and your heart don't know what the other one wants. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually a pretty astute observation, Jen. Thank you so much. No, totally. I was like, Jen's telling of this is very, very clear. Yeah. Exactly. So could we have gotten more of these two together? Right. And Joey's like, look, I don't have anything to be conflicted about. Like, I haven't had conflict in years. Like... And Jen's like, well, just watch Dawson's show and I know. You remember what it was like. And Jen's like, I can't believe that girl they cast to play me. She's like, I've been I've been thinking about hiring a lawyer to it's sue so Dawson, funny. which like really made me laugh. Yeah. And then Joey's so sweet. She's like, well, at least you get to have sex. All I'm doing is brooding over Petey or Colby. Yeah. And I was like, yes, queen. Like, <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like, you kind of felt like maybe that's how Katie Holmes felt. Right. Exactly. And Jen's like, well, you never could make a decision, which I was like, drag her. Oh, my God. Incredible. And Joey's like, yeah, but the thing he's getting wrong and Mm -hmm. he's always gotten wrong is it's never been about Sam, a.k.a. Joey. Yeah. Choosing between the two. It's about Sam getting okay with herself. Yeah. And I'm like, woof. And Joey says, it's sad that it took a TV show to make me see it. And I was like, man. I love this. I well, it's love so it interesting so because that's what we, the viewer, saw yeah. in season three. That it wasn't about who is her soulmate, who is right for her. It's like, yeah. what do you want? That's the yes. most important question. What do you want? Yeah. Which is why it's hard 
to watch season four, five, and six because then they're like, no, it's just about this like back and forth and she can't decide. And you're like, but I thought she She did. did decide, yeah, yeah. And I'd love to see what were the repercussions were from that decision, not like then a constant back and forth of her. And then she also does consistently decide. She decides to fuck Dawson and the show's like, nah, he has a girlfriend. And then she decides to like not have him in her life, but then they're like, no, you're still best friends. And you're I like, know. what are we doing here? What's yeah. happening? It's really confusing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, so she says to Jen, the only decision she has left is the one I need to make with myself to stop running. Uh-huh. And she says, I know who I'm supposed to be with. I've <laughs> always known. I've always known. And Jen is all of us. She's like so fucking into this. She's like, uh, she's like, somebody have me some goddamn popcorn yeah, yeah. immediately. She's like, okay, let's be real. We're talking about you. And who is it? I need to know. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Joey's like, you know, the fear takes over and it makes me run. And I'm just like so comfortable with running, I don't know any other way. And I was like, really, truly hate how much I relate to that speech, but <laughs> whatever. I have a therapist for that reason. And Jen's like, I'm gonna help. <laughs> yeah. I'm here, I'm here, I'm helping. I'm gonna demand you make this decision. It's my dying wish. <laughs> Listen. A lot of people have said like, is that fucked up? But I actually don't think she really wants, she just is like, yeah, I want the hot goss. Like, I don't, I know that's kind of written and it sounds like, all Jen cares about is moving this story along or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know, like upon like I, reflecting upon that as I, I watched it a few times, I was like, I don't think it's really her dying wish. I think she's also like, let's just do this. Be done with it. You Here's know? what I'll, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. What I'll concede to people who are asking this question and, and where I think they're right. Cause I have some notes about it too, where I'm just like that, if that's real, that's, yeah, but, it's like weird but to like, care too much about this triangle and the way in which the show does, because like everyone's so involved, Gail and Gwen. Right, you right. Know, everyone's yeah, been in. Yeah. But my thing is like, if 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 they had shown Joey and Jen as friends more, yeah. I think this would be more clear that she's fucking with Joey a little bit, but is like, I'm gonna guilt you into this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that like, of course it's not her dying wish. She's a fucking child. She's like dying yeah. at 25, like. Yeah, her clear dying wish is to have Jack take care of Amy. <laughs> we'll right, right, right. that later. Right, but like, but I think that like even Michelle Williams like cannot overcome six seasons of them not writing this friendship yeah. in one episode where they write it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautifully. Yeah. I think she does a good job. I do it, too. In but this like, moment where she's like, fine, I'm going to make it my dying wish because they're all gossiping. Yeah, so yeah. she kind of is like, all right, who is it going to be? PD right, right. or Colby, you know, or whatever. Right, totally. And like, you know, I get, she, I get, and like I said, I, in my notes, I say, I get she's being facetious, but like watching for six seasons, you have not earned this, I know. you know? And so like, as much as like, I'm okay with this five year gap, like it does rear its ugly head that like th some of these relationships have not been developed in the mm -hmm. way that they're being written. Yeah. And like, no, in particular, it, it. it's the only ones are the ones Joey has and Dawson has, you know? And it, that's why it's interesting. Well, and, the one, and we're gagging for more of the other ones, but like... Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like... But you believe Pacey and Jen. You believe yes, Pacey yes, and Jack. Yes, you yes. believe those three's yeah. friendships together. Yeah. And like, it, it kind of goes back to what Dawson says about soulmates is like, they make you a better people. And you're like, well, your obsession with each other made you worse people. And you're barely friends with these other characters. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, like, my thing is, like, you know, if you if you are being real about, like, is this Jen's dying wish, like, you do not get to use this supremely amazing character 
and her whole life as a device for Joey to pick a romantic partner. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. You know. Yeah, to be in service of Joey. Right, and like I said, the last page of our book says the patriarch killed Jen Lindley, and this is what we meant by that. Yeah, exactly. You know? And Jen's like, look, look, look. For the record, just like, I'm a little bit out of the loop. Mm -hmm. Who do you, who are you meant to be with? Like, answer the question. And of course, before she can answer, they get interrupted by Dawson. And people are like, I hope that Jen finds out. And I think she does. I think she does. I definitely think she does, yeah. So Dawson's there to bring Jen outside. He gets her in a wheelchair. Joey's distraught. Fucking impossible. Impossible. I said, here we go. (laughs) He wheels her out to where he's like, he's outside. They're in a garden. He set up a camera and she's like looking around and she's just like, look at, you can see how much the sun like affects everything and da, 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 da. And like, she's just like happy mm-hmm. that he's like he's kind of joking around with her he calls her mrs dalloway at one yeah. point and he turns on the camera and i said this is what broke absolutely all of us in 2003 oh my god jen's making a video for her daughter yeah and as she starts talking the show decides to make absolute sure we are all dead on the I floor know. by the end of it. What the fuck? Because they play Sarah McLaughlin's yes. Angel oh my over it. God, that song is such a Dawson's Creek song and it makes me cry every time. Makes me cry every time. I yeah. did write out the whole speech. I don't know if you want me to say it. <laughs> okay, if you want to. <laughs> but yeah. she says, hi, Amy, it's mom. By the time you see this, I won't be here anymore. And I know how much that sucks for both of us. Mm-hmm. So seeing as how I won't be around to thoroughly annoy you, I thought I would give you a little list of the things that I wish for you. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the obvious, an education, family, yeah. friends, yeah. and a life that is full of the unexpected. Be sure to make mistakes, make a lot of them, because there's no w- better way to learn and grow, all right? And I want you to spend a lot of time at the ocean because the ocean forces you to dream. And I insist that you, my girl, be a dreamer. Oof, that one gets me. God, I've never really believed in God. In fact, I spent a lot of time and energy trying to disprove that God exists. But I hope that you are able to believe in God because there's a thing I've come to realize, sweetheart, is that it just doesn't matter if God exists or not. The important thing is for you to believe in something. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I promise you that belief will keep you warm at night. And I want you to feel safe always. And then there's love. I want you to love the to the tips of your fingers. And when you find that love, wherever you find it, whoever you choose, don't run away from it. But you don't have to chase after it either. You just be patient and it'll come to you. I promise. And when you least expect it, like you, like spending the re- best year of my life with the sweetest and smartest and most beautiful baby girl in the world, you don't be afraid, sweetheart. And remember, to love means to live. Aww. It's so wonderful. Yeah. In Michelle Williams' hands, it's perfect. Yeah. And it, it like, again, it's like, <laughs> we weren't like, give her this storyline but they just gave her such a meaty beautiful storyline and only she could have done it yeah and it's so like believable every part of it and you feel like her real journey of like yeah remember that religious journey we've been on for six seasons this is where she ends with it yeah and it also like it, it does feel like a really authentic way that i feel like a lot of people ended it with it with dealing with people that are really religious of like He's got to believe in something. And I get that, you know, I, I think that we draw the line of bigotry, but 
you know, trying to, <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to fight about whether or not like God exists is is futile without a doubt. Totally, don't go there. Like you know, draw these other lines. Believing in something is is beautiful and important. Um, yeah, and just like I don't know, she just, oh, it's so perfect. It's perfect, and I think like it's <laughs> such a, it's such she's so she's so heartbreaking in that scene, mm-hmm. and she's so lovely and she's so sweet, and you see her feel so sad and bad that Mm -hmm. she's not gonna be there i know and like i think this is where my heart really breaks for how the character of jen is treated yeah and just throughout the show that like she just never dawson doesn't even shed a tear yeah she like never gets to win yeah you know Mm -hmm. and i think that that is possibly the worst possibly the worst sort of crime committed in this show without a doubt it's so horrific it's so sad they yeah. just couldn't let her win they couldn't like i don't know we're, we're just walking away being like man her and dawson were soulmates and well, they just couldn't and- let that happen i don't know it's like yeah. they, they just couldn't give her a love story a, a storyline that she deserved an arc that was you know beautiful and good um yeah even just like like they're they made up this like Joey's always running, but it still the whole series was like Jen's a slut. <laughs> and you're like, is she? I don't know. They didn't even let her switch and pivot to a different storyline or a, a different like kind of marker of who she was. Right, right. Yeah. So we go back to Jen's room and Pacey sets up this VCR and plays this video of them from 1998. I know. They're such good friends. I'm sorry. It's just like, it's so cute to watch them and to like, just even see this other friendship. And it's like, when you're counting all of these friendships, literally the rock bottom one is Dawson Dawson and and Joey. Cause this is so, so this was supposed to be filmed. This was filmed in 1998. Yeah this footage and then there's probably supposed 97 to be in 2008 yeah. yeah um well he says that's 1998 right okay yeah. and it's they're supposed to be in 2008 so you know it's this 10-year difference and they do look they like look babies. babies and i remember watching it live and being like god they they're look like so babies. little yeah yeah and we get this alanis, alanis morissette, morissette song hand in pocket yeah. of course which many of you know um it was supposed to be the original yeah. theme song yeah and also like i just like I think for us, for people our age or around our age, having this particular Alanis Morissette song, oh, yeah. like, it means something. Oh, too. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, I literally remember where I was standing in my parents' living room when I first saw that music video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Jen is like looking at Pacey and he's like, I recognize the Joey trance. They're I see both it. like mesmerized by Joey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pacey's like, well, it's nice that she's back around. And Jen's yeah. Like, Jen's like, let's gossip. Yeah. Are you feeling the sparks? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, 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 sure. He's like, like you can never deny the sparks yeah. between us. And I'm like, finally someone's saying it. Yeah, like, admit it. <laughs> admit it. You cannot deny those yeah. sparks. Like, it is sensational to watch, you know? Totally. And um, he's and- like, she just makes me feel more alive. And you're just like, Ugh, I can't. What is happening? And oh, like- my God. How did he know to write that? I wonder if that was Maggie Friedman. Uh, yeah, it might have been. Yeah. She helped. And he also said that. Greg Berlanti wrote a few lines uh, here and there okay. and that Julie Pleck helped as well. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you definitely had people that knew yeah. that you made me feel alive. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like Pacey says that people underestimate how important it is and that like 
of someone to make you feel alive. And mm-hmm. Jen's like, but they overestimate it too. Like you can't rely on someone else to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of an inside job. Yeah. Oh, I love that also Jen saying like, yeah, but that's kind of like what got you in trouble last time is that like right. you kind of relied on her for too much. And yeah, like, yeah. You, and you, you weren't working work on, yourself. on yourself. Yeah. yeah. And Jen is like, are you going to like take her basically from Dawson? Mm-hmm. Well, because he had said that he borrowed slash stole this VCR from Dawson in yeah. 1998. Yeah, yeah. And she's like. Which was you- also a callback. It's like you don't borrow from family. Right, He's right, like, you right. don't borrow from friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or you don't steal from friends. Yeah, yeah. you borrow. And, and she's like, are you going to borrow or steal Joey from Dawson? And Pacey's yeah. like, I don't know. I kind of hope that's different now. Which yeah. I like that he kind of got serious with it. And, and then, she's kind of like, I just really hope you all stay friends. And it's it was kind of interesting in that moment because you, you kind of see that, like, Jen kind of wanted the same thing as Joey for them all to, to be friends again and not, like, fight over this. And, and it totally. was, like, it's just one of those things where, like, again, I understand Dawson, but I also am like, Dawson, you were the only one who didn't want to go back to friends hung on to this animosity yeah Yeah. and that's fine that you didn't want to but at the same time don't act like it was anyone but you yeah totally you know and she just says like you know don't forget what you mean to each other and the effect you've had on each other because friendship also can never be over or underestimated i know and i'm like oh yeah, and it's just one of those things where, like, I've always maintained that, like, I think Pacey and and Joey really knew that. And, like, I do also agree with what, you know, we learned over our summer series that, like, you can't, like, you know, Dawson's Black were like, yeah, that was fucked up that Pacey did that to Dawson. And I do think as a friendship, he went behind his back. Blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. And I, I, I think it would be near impossible to be back to being friends again, for sure. I, I definitely And under- definitely never the same kind of friends. Oh, without a doubt. That is 100% true. And even the show acknowledges that. But, you know, it. there was a part of Pacey that always hoped they would be some kind of friend. Yeah. And we saw that so much. So for them to have the show be like, no, it was both of us. We just wanted her and she just wanted us to be friends and we couldn't do that. And you're like, Dawson, come on. Yeah. That is not what I've seen. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> and Jen starts crying a bit and she's like, I hate this. She like, just I'm breaks so down. Angry. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's her acting is so good. Of course. And, and also like, that she feels so safe around Pacey. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to do this. Remind me never to do this again, which is yeah, kind of funny. And yeah. she's like, you know, I don't want to leave my daughter. Like, I don't want to leave her alone. Ugh. And Pacey just promises her like she is not going to be alone. Like, we're going to take care yeah. of her. Saturday nights are Pacey Amy nights. And, like, at that exact moment, as she's sort of, like, winding back from this, like, Jack walks in with a surprise guest. And it's Andy. It's Andy. Oh, my God. It's so cute. And this is why we watched the long version, because Andy should absolutely be in this Yes. Finale. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. And Pacey's super happy, too. Yeah. About it. And we cut from this sort of intro to outside in the garden where Dawson and Joey Dawson's sitting and Joey comes up to him and he's like, how'd that go? And she's like, and I do actually like this line that he says. He's really? like, yeah, I do. He's like, you know, that list of hardest things to live through. You just got knocked down. A yeah. Again. You just got bumped again. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I do feel like that was a, a, a growth moment for him. Yeah. And kind of like highlighting like how he's an adult, but it's just one of those things where you wish you, he, he, could like apologize. I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. Like you just, he's like, you just got bumped again. It's like I'm just reminding you, you're still in the top of the list. <laughs> Instead of being like, 
you just got bumped again. Like I'm realizing like life is filled with hardships and like that was really hard for you too. And like, you know no, what I mean? No, I agree like, with you. I just wish that there had been like a friendship moment. I don't know. I just like, it's really hard because I just want to like Dawson so much. I'm like so desperate to yeah. like him. I'm watching and I'm the just show like, fucking named after yeah, him. Yeah. So. And I just, every time I'm just like, God, you're just such a frustrating asshole to me. Like I know people like him. I get it. Sure. But it's just like, I, I just want to be friends with someone like him. Yeah. And he laments how much time he's wasted in his, like, Hollywood bubble. And, like, you know, he's, like, admits even now, like, I'm thinking about work. Yeah. And he's, like, I hate to admit that. And then (laughs) Aaron. Dude, it's, like, it's so hard to like this guy. Right. Because at this point, he admits that when he saw Jen for the first time the other day with Amy, he forgot she had a kid. I just. Like. Look, look, look. What? For me, as a 19-year-old in 2003, I remember being like, oh, yeah, that's understandable because, like, I am not a kid person. And I didn't know anyone with kids when I was 19. But like, if you did know one person that had a kid, right? Lindsay? But she wasn't my – like, she had been my but friend. But you never forgot that she had a kid. Never forgot. But Because but like, that's what I mean is, like, she, they are young enough – where he, she is the only person in his life that had a friend. So, right. So what I'm saying is that, like, in 2019, or tw- I'm sorry, in 2003, I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. And now at 38, where, like, a ton of my friends have kids, uh-huh. I'm like, you never forget that. Yeah. I just even think at that age, it's like, no, if someone was like, I'm having a kid, I would have been like, what Holy the shit. fuck is happening? Like, what? You know? And, like, yeah. you would never, like, I would never forget that. I mean, obviously, I'm a totally different person than him. But, like, like this kind of stuff is so hard because why would they write that for I him? I know. I know. And, like, it's, it's interesting, too, because, like, you know, as I got a little older and my friends started having kids, like, there have definitely been friends that, like, I've sort of not lost touch with, but just like don't see as much. Sure, yeah. Because they have kids. And then there's like also my friends who like I've changed my whole life so that I can see their kids more. Yeah. Like I I absolutely yeah, like do everything I can to get to see them. Yeah. You know? And like so I, it's just interesting to me because it's like I think for me as the, someone the same age as these kids, like what I guess is, is interesting to me is, like, how as an adult you could write that and think that it was fine. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing if Dawson, the 19-year-old, writes it. And it's another thing knowing that, like, Kevin Williamson, the, like, 40-year-old, is writing it. Like, Yeah, definitely. That's and insane. It, it's just another reminder of how right, they, it's wild. It's they wrote Dawson. And it's just, like... It's hard to like him. I don't know. Yeah. it's He makes it hard. To, he make, yeah. it like actively makes it hard to like him. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know. And it's it not, would be one thing if it was like Gretchen or like someone, I don't know, someone else like that. Or was like, I didn't know she had a kid. Like, yeah. like I haven't been in touch. You I know? forgot the woman I lost my virginity to who I still claim is one of my best friends and is going to be at my mom's wedding. That's how tight we are. I forgot she had a kid. Yeah. No, that's wild. Not even, like, like a kid a year ago. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and, like, Joey, I mean, here's my here's my second problem. Yes. Joey once like, again lets him off the hook. I know. She's like, you know, I get it, Dawson. My office is calling all the time, too. And I was like, bitch, no, they are yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> she's placating him. It's so sad. I'm, I'm like, you're a junior editor in a publishing house. Like, the book you're working on doesn't come out for a year, at least. I, you, No one's calling you. So Dawson's like. 
but like, I'm just working on this dumb TV show. It's not Shakespeare. It's not Spielberg. And then he says, the guy won't even take a meeting with me. And I was like, for some reason, that makes me hate Dawson even more. (laughs) Shut up. It's a lot. Your friend's about to die. Yeah, it's hard because like, yeah. And I I, get it. Like Like, I said, I, I do understand Dawson's perspective. And it's hard when you have a job or you have something that people are jealous of and you you're kind of quote unquote not allowed to, to not like be it. unhappy yeah and you're but you're also like but it's not really what i want and there and i it it's hard you know cuz you're not allowed to say those things aloud but you still, yeah. but you still feel that way and so i get it but at the same time these are two different things that are happening well you're saying something truly wild about the type of friend you are and then you're saying it's about your job and you're like, no. And I'll say, you know, my my own experience with my dad is that the the week that, well, my dad was in the ICU for like 10 days and I was supposed to make a presentation on Friday, December 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I like in Berkeley. And so I was like, you know, I was kind of in communication with my boss, like, well, you know, when he wakes up, I'll just come to Berkeley and like, da 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 da. And then as like the week progressed and it, it felt more mm-hmm. and more like, oh no, this is not where this is headed. Mm-hmm. Like at a certain point, I just had to be like, sorry, I can't make this presentation. Yeah. <laughs> and like, um, and, and that the day I was supposed to make it, it turned out to be the day my dad died. Um, but like, it was, One of those things where, like, I do understand the need to, like, hold on to this dumb thing in your life that doesn't matter because, like, everything else is, like, falling apart right now. Yeah. And so, like, so, like, there's a part of me that, like, gives space to Dawson for, like, thinking about his show and thinking about this stuff because, like, that's, that's real and, like, I get it and you're, like... I do need an outlet to not be thinking about this also, like, all the time. No, I definitely agree with you, and I'm wholeheartedly not disputing that. No, I'm no. just saying, why would they drop this really horrific line if, like, I didn't even remember she had a no, kid? No, 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 totally. I agree with you. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to, like, say more, like, there is a lot of nuance there, and there is a lot of, like, in the rest of what they're saying, like, it seems actually really spot on of, like, this kind of event happening, but, like... Yeah, I just the, think that... can't remember if she has a kid is, like, it's Well, yeah, really they're like, I can't remember if she has a kid, and all I'm... I'm I, I, it's because I'm too busy at work, and you're like, mm, I don't know that... Honestly, I'm just going to draw a hard line. No, that's because you're an asshole. You, yeah. can, you can forget about other people having kids, but you can't then call them one of your best friends. Absolutely. That's the thing. I, Absolutely. I'm not saying the act of forgetting someone had a kid is fucked up. I'm saying the act of forgetting one of your best friends had a kid is fucked up. Hard line. I'm drawing the line. Yeah. Then on top of that, even though there is this, like... I get it. He's having work and he's very complicated about it. Then he pivots out of the blue to Joey. And you're just like, see, this is this is why it's hard for me to, to be on board with buy you. in to this Dawson and Joey of it all. Because you, you say this really fucked up thing and I'm so shocked. Well, and then you're like. But that's the thing, Joey. Here you are, forgiving me for being an asshole. And that's why that's why we're soulmates. I know. Well, and it's like, it would be one thing if he was like, for a second, I forgot Jen's kid's name. Yeah. Like, that I get. Like, you know, sure, you're just yeah, like, totally. oh, I saw her and I, like, forgot what this kid's name was and I felt like an asshole. Like, that feels like a more understandable, like, or I'm busy with my Or if he was saying, job. like, 
I forgot she had a kid because it's hard for me to realize that we're like actually adults. Right. Or something like that. Like it, more of like the proverbial forgot. Yeah, yeah. Not like a, oh, she, she walked in with a kid and she I had was a like, kid? who's that? <laughs> Whose kid is that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, just, I think that there is a way to be like, I just, there was a second that I just thought we were like 16 years old again. And I had, and I forgot she had a kid, you know, like that, like that kind of forgetting, not like I really forgot, but like, I forgot we're adults and we have real life responsibilities because that's what Joey's trying to say to him. Like, no, I get it. We've got responsibilities. They're calling me. I, I know what works like. And you're like, okay. Okay. And he's like, see, there you go, Joey. There you are. Just me reminding me of why we make sense. Yeah, totally. And he's like, you know. I, and I was like, okay, Dawson, you are literally writing an entire TV show about this. Well, that's a so I find it hard to believe. Yeah. Like, She's like, he's like, you're the only thing that made sense and we're not together. And I was, I, and this is, again, I just hate to harp on this point even more, but like the last time you were together, you were 15. It was 10 years ago. Well, I guess technically they fucked five years ago. Okay. But like they weren't. Is that together? That's I guess that counts. Sex. You know, okay. they thought they were together, gonna be together after that. All right, but like even still, five years ago. Yeah, and it it blew up in your face. So it's immediately, just like, it, immediately blew up in you your know, face. It still yeah. is like what? Okay. Uh, yeah, and Joey gives him again entirely too much grace, and is like, you know, oh, I watch the show, and like we're together every Wednesday, <laughs> and I was like, somehow this is supposed to like make up for the fact that you don't talk. I know, and it, exactly, and it's super he weird. He doesn't answer your email Because, like, what are we supposed to take about that? She's like, no, we are together on the show. Like, she's totally fine with him writing this story that happens between the two of them. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. If she wants to be okay with that, okay. But then don't harp on the, like, will they, won't they. Well, because then she says, because he's like, the problem is I turned my whole life into fiction. It's not real. That is true. I mean, agreed. Yeah. And Joey's like, you know how lucky you are? You're a writer. You get to live life twice. And I was like, is that why she's so into writers? I don't understand what's happening because I thought she wanted to be a writer and that she like changed her major to be a writer and she was hoping to be a writer. Yeah, I don't know. And so like no one's really kind of asked her of like, like, she hasn't gone through that same journey that I kind of thought she would have, like, like, I have this amazing job and I have an amazing apartment, but I wish I was a writer or yeah. I wish I had something else. Like, she, I, I kind of feel like she probably feels that way, but we don't get that storytelling from her. It's more right. of like, I have this amazing guy, but, like, isn't there, like, how could I not like him? And it's like, you know, because they want to just say that, like, a warm, woman's worth is only who she's with. Right. Like, you know. So then we go out of that scene, thank God, to Pacey and Andy having coffee. It literally doesn't make sense what they were saying either. I walked away being like, I don't understand what just happened. We're still here in this Dawson and Joey era where we're like, what are you you even talking about? I don't know what just happened then. Okay. So Pacey and Andy are having coffee and like, he's like, you know, she's getting worse. Yeah. She like keeps fading out. And Andy's like, yeah, her or his her body's shutting down. Yeah, like, she and, like talked to the doctors. Yeah, and she like says some medical terms, and he's like, I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. And she's like, it's, it's not. not. And it's just really sweet to see these exes friends. I agree. They just have such a love for each other yes. and such like a just like a specialness. And you know, I it, obviously it's such a shame we didn't get this in the actual 
episode. Yeah. Um, because they're so good together. Yeah. I guess I see it because it is hard to see these two exes and to see Pacey and Joey be so good. And then just to see Dawson and Joey, like, not even really in each other's lives, you know? And then also to see Dawson, Jen is his ex, too. And he'd be like, I didn't even know she had a kid. Right. I didn't even remember she had a kid. And you're like, right. Ugh. Well, and just Meredith Monroe and Josh Jackson have great chemistry. Yeah. Like, they're so great on screen together. Yeah. And she, you know, he, they have this, like, really great conversation about how she loves being a doctor. And he's like, you look so great. And, yeah. you know, sh- she's like, you know, you look great, too, except for this, like, yeah. face beat up. But he, and he's like, yeah, you know, like, I'm doing okay. And, and she's like, I think about you. And he's like, you could call. You could pick up the phone and call. And she's like, I do to Jack. She's like, I get the hot goss. I know yeah. what's going on. And that's cute. Like, I, I don't know. I kind of felt like that was sweet to at least touch in and be like, oh, no, Jack catches them, her, her up. You know, you kind of wish that then there was the other storytelling of Jack then catching them up. Like, right. But I guess we know that she probably still connects with Jen enough to, like, show up. Yeah. Which I love that. I love knowing that. Yeah. It's it's like settling. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you were always the first. Like, See, this is what I like because it, it kind of, in my mind, in my canon, is like saying he's acknowledging that Miss Jacobs wasn't the first. Mm-hmm. And he's done that, like, rewriting in his head, which I think is super important. I do, too. You know, and she's like, he's like, you know, you're the first person who like tested me and challenged me. And like, I don't know if I've gotten it right yet. Mm -hmm. And she's like, but it's not about that. Like, it's about knowing when it's wrong and doing something about it. Yeah. And he's like, dude, like, here you go. You're just telling me what I need to hear when I need to hear it. Uh, And then. Imagine what the show would have been with Andy uh, the whole time. God. I just, it would have been so good. I know. She says, or he says, if I've never thanked you for it, then thank you. Mm. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I don't want to harp on Dawson this whole time. I know. But he would never. I know. I know. He would never. I, I know. That's, it's, it's really. He is writing an entire fucking show about his friends. Yeah. And does not say thank you. I know. Or ask if it's okay. Or ask if it's okay. Jen's seemingly. like, who did they get? That person, they get, she's all mad about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I mean, hard. I, it is hard. It is hard. But Andy, you know, tells him it worked both ways. Oh, like, they're so cute. I love her. And she tells him you're welcome, which I think is such like a grace move. Like, yeah, it's such a gracious move. Like, I've been thinking a lot about this, about how we tell people thank you. Yeah. And then also how we tell them, like, I hear that and you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can take that. Yeah. That thanks. Um, Because I'm really bad at taking things, so I have to think about this a lot. Yeah. Um, No, I definitely feel like, for me and my practice, I don't say I'm sorry as much, unless it's needed, but I think that women are conditioned to say they're sorry over and over. Yes. But it actually is requiring someone else to do work, whereas a thank you, I think, is more of a taking personal responsibility because an apology is asking someone to take it off of you because they have to say it's okay you know right. whereas a thank you can go unanswered yeah but, but it i also, also think can that answering a thank you is really uh yeah that's when the com- like that's it. when the community comes in and yeah. the collaboration comes in but it also it doesn't require the same amount of work as as um forgiveness you yeah, know yeah i agree and, she, you know, Andy's like, I'm going to stay here as long as I need to, you know, and help. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just really sweet. 
It really is. Yeah, I love it's this scene. so sweet. So we go to Jen's room. Jack and Jen are, like, grading papers. And, you know, Jen's like, I love this one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's like, mm, she can do better. <laughs> yeah. It's and then, cute. like, Jack's like, all right, we got to talk about this. Like, yeah. We got to talk about Amy. And mm-hmm. Jen is so, like, I do not want you to feel pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Jack's like, well, I'm her godfather. I don't feel pressure. I want to take her. Yeah. Like, and he's like, but I don't know, like, what you and Grams have discussed. Yeah. And Jen's like, like, well, we've always thought you would make an amazing father. And this part makes me lose it harder than the speech. Um, She asked Jack to help Amy find a place to be. I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. I might not be able to get through this. I know. So she's like, I feel like I've never quite fit in. And Jack is like, well, that's why we're us. Yeah. And Jen says, from the second I stepped out of that cab, I was the instigator and I caused problems and I upset the delicate emotional balance of Cape Side. And, like, I don't want Amy to be that person. She's like, I never felt like I really belonged. Yeah, and I want her to belong. And, you know, Jack, (laughs) my heart. It's really sad because it's just so true that the show was so committed to being like, nope. She can never be anything but the instigator, the villain, the person. She will never let her fit in. And I guess, like, what makes me even more mad about that and sad is that, like, they admit it. Like, that's the thing, right? Is it's like, there's a way in which if you weren't aware of it, I would be, like, maybe less annoyed. Mm -hmm. But the fact that, like, I'm reading up. Yeah. I'm seeing it playing out in front of me. Yeah. You're saying it out loud yeah. that you know that you've done this. Yeah. To me, that's like sort of, I mean, in a way it's unforgivable. It right? truly is. Yeah. She has to die feeling like she never belonged while being the best friend to all of these characters. The best person. Yeah. Well, and having to put up with like a lot of shit thrown at her, you know, yeah. from these characters. Totally. Uh, it's so sad. Yeah, so after Jen says she feels like she never belonged, Jack says she belongs to him. I know. And he says, don't you get it? You're my, You're my soulmate. soulmate. Oh, oh I'm my like God. Um, I just love them so much. I know. And he's like, Amy's going to know every day of her life how much her mom loved her. Yeah, he's going to make sure of it. Oh. Yeah. It's so sweet. <laughs> I, I literally can't get through that. Yeah. I'm totally crying right now. It's so sweet. Yeah. They are so cute together, and it's just like they don't even have to define what soul meets totally. soulmate means totally. to them, and you totally know what it is. Yeah. You totally get it. It also fits Dawson's meaning of it, but it, we don't care, right? Right. Because it's like to them, you don't even need to know a definition because you're you've seen it. Obviously, yeah. So we go out then to the waiting room. Joey's like resting on PC's shoulder. Yeah. And we see Alexander and Lily, like, we just have this montage. Yeah, everyone like, kind of like waiting. waiting for Jen to die. And like living in this hospital. Yeah, and Dawson's there with Gail, and Grams is playing with Andy, sorry, with Amy. And then yeah. Jack and Andy are at her bedside. And then you also see this really tender moment with Pacey and Dawson where there's like, Throwing cards, like just yeah. hella bored, you know, throwing cards yeah. at a chair. And it's like, I gotta say, it felt felt very real to me. It yeah. It's just such a truly odd experience to be waiting for someone to die. Yeah. Um, and then we go into the room, we get this shot of Graham sleeping She's in like, a chair. Looks so beautiful. She's she like looks like the in way ethereal that light. Jen wa- arrives, you know, right, just right. like uh, 
covered very, in light. Mm-hmm, Ugh, mm-hmm. The lighting is so good. And Jen sort of looks over as Grams is sleeping and she closes her eyes. Yeah, so yeah, Jen sees Graham as her last thing and mm-hmm. closes her eyes and it's just so takes her last breath and you're just like what the fuck this is too much Mm -hmm. and then like at that moment grams wakes up and she can't she just instinctively knows knows what happened and she She goes up to her you know what i'm gonna do oh i'm gonna gonna make you lose your mind it forever oh my god (laughs) and she's like leans down and kisses jen on the forehead and she says I'll see you soon, child. I mean, a I'll mess. I'll see you soon. A mess. Uh, I was sobbing on my couch. Oh my god. This. It's so fucking good. It's so good and I'm so mad. I know. Like 19 years it's been 19 years. Mhm. I'm I think I'm actually more mad about it now than I was at the time. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know like I, I think at the time I was just watching a show and now I'm like, I'm fucking irate that they did yeah. this, you know? God. I know it's like, like I keep saying, this isn't the story. We, we kept saying, give her a storyline. I just didn't mean this. <laughs> right, exactly. So at this point we get a music cue. Oh my God, Jewel. Jewel's hands. Oh my God. And that plays in. We were full talking, moon. Yeah, yeah full, full moon, moon rising. We're Joey Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And we see the wake at the ice house. Like, it's Jen's wake. Yeah. There's this very sweet shot of, like, Jack and Amy reaching for each other across the table. Oh, my God. The little baby puts her hand out for Jack to hold. And she's like, stop it. I'm just dead on the ground. I know, at this point. Oh, my God. And And Gail and Joey are drinking wine together. And just like, (laughs) oh, her friend that she got curtains for. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then and we like kind of meander around we finally see Doug and Pacey sitting together yeah and Pacey's like Doug go like yeah Doug's like watching Jack yeah yeah, across the restaurant and like he's like go talk to him and Doug's like it's not the time Pace like you know Pacey's like well that doesn't really mean that much today so yeah and then Pacey goes over to talk to them yeah they're friends Um, yeah and then Pacey goes into the kitchen and he finds Joey and he asks her how she's or she asked how he's doing. Yeah. Which I actually felt was really sweet because a lot of times people don't check in with Pacey. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. And she's like, what are you thinking about? And yeah. he tells her. Because, like, they kind of have this moment. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I wrote it all down. Okay, I'll yeah. say it if you want. Okay. So he says, you know, you're off the hook. And he's like, I've never really put much faith in the, all that. If you love someone, set them free crap. Mm-hmm. I, I also want to just say before I continue. Yeah. He says you're off the hook, not you're free. Yeah. yeah. Um, as evidenced by everything I've done in my life up to this point. But I'm, you know, Joe, I'm determined to be happy. Happy in this life. And I love you. I mean, I always, I have always, always oh. loved you. <laughs> But our timing has never been right. Which is such a, like, a real way to see their relationship. Yeah. And I think I, I've always felt that about them, you know, after they broke up. Yeah, like, same. It was just like the timing wasn't right. Yeah, even when they, even like sort of when they're Yeah, they broke up yeah. because of timing, yeah. I felt, yeah. And the way I figure it, time is no man's friend. So I have to get right with that and be happy now because this is it. I mean, this is all we get. If there's one thing I've learned from losing Jen... That's what I've learned. Because I also want for you to be happy. 
it's really important for me that you be happy. So I want you to be with someone, whether it's Dawson or New York guy or some man that you haven't met with or a woman. Um, <laughs> that was my editorial. Um, but I want you to be with someone who can be a part of that life you want for yourself. I want you to be with someone who makes you feel like I feel when I'm with you. Woof. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. I too am single, sir. Um, <laughs> so I guess the point to this long run on sentence that's been in the last 10 years of our lives is just the simple act of being in love with you is enough for me. So Aww. you're off the hook. <laughs> and that, if it's you, if you of... thought that that was the most romantic thing, sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh. I was going to say, it is kind of wild that, um, I guess knowing that Berlanti and other people kind of popped in, but that uh, Kevin Williamson could write this because he didn't write their love story, yeah. you know, but it, it, it does feel so good and believable. I about, do like, wonder if like Julie Plack popped her head into this. Or Greg Berlanti. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it does feel like a real, you know, Joey. Someone who knows season three. Exactly. Knows, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and I just... Uh, I don't know. There's something just so special about this story of like, I just want some, I want you to have someone in your life in the way you want your life to be. And, and like, it, especially in the juxtaposition of Dawson being like, no, I'm writing the story of our life yeah. in the way that I want it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously I hate on Dawson. So I, of course I'm going to feel that way, but there, these two storylines have always felt like Dawson demanding it to go his way and Pacey like, just hoping that the timing could be right and that the stars would align, that their their fates could align. Totally. And I think also, like, I think that, like, the show, and Dawson particularly, I think rely on, or I, I don't know what word I want to use, but maybe rely on is where I'm going to end up. But these, like, kind of grand romantic gestures in a way, right? Yeah. Like, like, He's such a sort of like Hollywood romantic, right? Like, let me do this like rom-com trope. Who's he? Dawson. Oh, okay. You know, like this like romance that's like not real romance, Mm. right? It's like, it's like, it's like Hollywood romance. And Pacey is so like, to me, subtly romantic, but I find that so much more romantic. Yeah. I always have felt like, I don't, I can't think of anything that Dawson has done that is an actual romantic thing, you know? Right. Right. I just feel like he's like, well, I am a romantic and you're like, go on example. Right. You know? And, and, and I, we, I think I've personally always maintained that like, you're like, how could buying a wall be like literally the most romantic thing I've ever seen, you know? And so those are the moments where you kind of see like almost like what the writer's room in this episode was saying of like, oh, we're going against the grain. We're trying to show this other type yeah, of yeah. storytelling. And, um, you know, for me, that's what Pacey's always exemplified of like, Joey's not a princess. She's not there to be saved. She's not there to have a knight in shining armor, even though he does have a hero complex. It's just like someone gets her and like does these things that are just so fucking thoughtful and unique to that specific person. Right. And, and what, and I think that's totally correct. Yeah. And also like, I look at Dawson, like even in show me love, right? Like he thinks this is a romantic gesture, mm-hmm. but it's like a movie romantic gesture that like might work in a rom-com, but yeah. like 
doesn't actually work. And actually, you're a fucking psycho for doing it. Yeah. Which is like half of all rom-coms, right? Like, right. if you or he's really, like, I'm going to have an anti-prom and say it's for my friend, but it's really to get you. Right. That's what I mean. And yeah. like, and even like these moments of dating where like he takes her to dinner and they go sit on the boat, the rowboat, like, you know, and make out on a rowboat. Yeah. It's like, yeah, those are fun things to do. Yeah. But like... When where Pacey shows romance and where Pacey, I think why we sort of love Pacey so much is that like it's real like tailored to her yeah. and her wants and her needs and her the things she likes. Yeah. And he's like It's like about the individual instead of about reading the game. Well, it's like you know, Jen makes fun of me sometimes because I think David Bowie's um uh uh, Rebel Rebel is the most romantic song ever written. Uh-huh. And basically the lyrics of that song are like, you tore your dress, your face is a mess. <laughs> and I, I love you anyway. Yeah. Um, you, I might, you might be able to see that I have the lyrics tattooed on yeah. me here from here. Hot tramp. I love you. So, um, which I think is like just super romantic mm-hmm. and like, but my thing is like, I think Pacey is a romantic in that kind of way. Yeah. Like yeah. you might look, like shit right now, but I fucking love you. Yeah. You know, totally. you might you might be in a shitty place right now, but I still fucking love you. Yeah. And like to me that is like true romance. Yeah. And so if you thought what Pacey just said was one of the most romantic things ever, <laughs> Joey's here to remind you that when she is with Pacey, I know she's she the better is person. the romantic lead. I know. Because she comes back at him and she says, you know what? Mm-hmm. For the record, I don't want to be let off the hook. I know. Oh, my God. She says, because everything in my life has read me here right now. And the last thing I want, need, or deserve is to be let off somebody's hook. Yeah. Pacey, I love you. Ah! You know that. Yeah. And it's very real. Mm-hmm. It's so real that it's kept me moving, mostly running from it, never ready for it. Is this where we figure out what's what going to happen? No, I well, I think this is when we finally figure out what happened in ca- after Castaways. Yeah. Totally. And she says, and I love Dawson. He's my soulmate. He's tied to my childhood and it's a love that's pure and eternally innocent. I can't be let off the hook because I might just get the notion that it's okay to keep running. So my question is, she told Jen that she was constantly running. Yeah. yeah. And so my thing is like, is this, if we were really paying attention, yeah. I know we didn't think this in 2003. Well, I think like, that we... is this where... Well, the I thing think is, that I we think allowed we ourself hope at thought this thought it. We're like, well, this means it's... Pacey. But you just have been burned so many times yes. by the show yes, that you're yes, like, yes, yes. well, the whole time it was Pacey. And like, you know, even when she said, I've always known, you're like, yes, that it was Pacey. Right. You know? We've always known too, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> since the moment that was introduced. Since, yeah, exactly. We've known. 110. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I feel like, yeah, you knew, but I just, I, I didn't trust the writers that, you know what I mean? I do, I do, I yeah. do. And but I think like obviously hindsight twenty twenty, looking at it now, it's like this feels like the time yeah, when she, where it becomes obvious because well, yeah, of what she's told Jen. Yeah. And now what she says, you're like, okay, so it's Pacey. Yeah. And he's like, what are you saying? And she, of course, of course. It's so awesome. It's so great. At that moment, Gail walks in and it's like, oh, kids. Honey, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, she's like, oh, she hugs them. Pacey's, thank you so much for yeah. like opening your place. And they're both kind of like, uh. And she walks away and then Pacey's like, so you were saying. And then something important. Bessie comes in and he's like, Joey, come on. We got to go over I need here. I your help. Yeah, exactly. 
It's so perfect. And she kind of like, and Joey gets dragged away before yeah. we can f- find out the answer to this question. Yeah. And then we go to the beach. Yeah. And Doug, fi- Doug finds Jack. <laughs> Doug finds Jack and says to him like, oh, Graham said you were here. So yeah. we know he's looking for Jack. Yeah, totally. And like, he's, you know, Doug's like, what are you thinking about? And, you know, what's going on? And Jack's like, I'm thinking about moving. Yeah. And, like, Doug's, like, stunned. What? And he's like, I don't know, like, like, Boston, New York. I don't know where. But, like. I just want to give Amy a better life. Like, I'm tired of being the first. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be a gay parent in Cape Side. And I definitely don't want to be the first gay parent in Cape Yeah. And um, he's like, I just want to give Amy a different existence than I had. And Doug's like, you know, well, you know, you're the first gay teacher and there's also a gay sheriff. And then Doug and sorry, Jack's like, uh, not as far as I know, like kind of calling him out for like, why are we even having this conversation? Um, And Jack, like, like Doug tries to like pump him up a little bit and be like, you know, you're like such you like, you're such a great role model in this community. And, you know, he's like, but I guess there's no prizes for inspiring people. Yeah. You know, they don't give you prizes for that. And Jack's like, yeah, but I like just want to raise this fucking kid in peace. Yeah. Like, you know, and he's like, I want to be a good parent. And like, you know, I have to be. Yeah. And Doug's like, you you will be no matter where you are. And Doug kind of, you know, gets kind of wise. And he's like, Amy is going to face rejection no matter what. And Jack's like, how do you know? And he's like, that's what it means to be a teenager, right. which I, I feel like is something that Kevin Williamson so um, astutely knew about the yeah, show yeah. and what he of really course. brought to it, you know? And I feel like we saw that with Jack a bit, too, in particularly in season three uh-huh. of, like, I mean, I love that that scene. Like, between season two, when he, like, that party where he, like, makes out with Abby. Yeah. And then he and Joey have that moment and he's like so sad afterwards and so feels so alienated. And then at the anti-prom when he, they have that great scene together, like there is that part too of like, so yes, some of it is because you're different. Some of it is because you're queer Mm -hmm. and like, some of it's just because you're a teenager. Some of it's just because you're a teenager. Yeah, like he says in anti-prom, our pain and loneliness makes us the same. Yeah. And sometimes those two things are like, you can be, you can be like, why does it hurt so much more? But maybe, who maybe knows it if hurts that's the true. same. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and you know, Doug's like being a good parent means that you have to be okay with your kids falling down. Yeah. And Jack's like, how do you know this about parenting? And it's like, well, cause he raised partly raised Pacey. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and, Doug admits that he he asks Jack like that he wants to raise Amy with him and, yeah. and he just flat out says he loves him and it's yeah. just so sweet because we actually see this moment that Jack hasn't had the whole show. I agree cuz like, you know, Jack at first is kind of like I don't want you to feel obligated like I don't need you to do this with me and then Doug's like, "No, I love you and yeah. I want to." Yeah. And to give such a classic witter speech, like you totally buy it because we know Pacey and we know um Gretchen. Yeah, and he says like, "I love that you're so kind and smart and he, I want 
to be a part of Amy's life. And I felt love that you want to be a part of Amy's life. And I'll, I will be too if, like, you'll let me. Yeah. You know, and they kiss. And then Jack stops it because there's a couple. Like an old couple. Walking down the beach. And Doug just looks at them and goes, oh, hey, I was just kissing my boyfriend. <laughs> And the old lady's like, okay. She's like, good for you, dear. It's so funny. <laughs> and like, so kind of true to like the fear that you have. Like, I don't know. It's, it, it kind of reminds me in this way of like that, the vote that just happened in Kansas where we're like, it's hard. You can get so caught up on like, oh, you know, a, a Everyone wants to out the Republicans want to outlaw abortion because that is true. But then what like real Americans want that isn't true, you know, totally. and like the way the bigotry feels so real. And, it, and that is true. But like just the nitty gritty, the re, uh, most Americans are just trying to live, you know, and they're just like, OK, you're and kissing think, your boy. Uh, what? OK, I don't care. Right. And I think that like those two things like. He has every right and every reason to be scared to come out. I mean, particularly as a sheriff in a small town. An elected official. An elected official in a small town. And, like, I can totally, you know, I understand where his fear comes from. Um, But just think, you can be fearful of being accepted no matter what the demographic Sure, but there is actual violence that is perpetrated against gay people. I mean, like, you know, he, he... it is dangerous in, you know, sure. It might not be as dangerous as it used to be, Mm -hmm. but like gay people still get killed pretty regularly by homophobes. So, you know, I get it. Um, but like also, you know, for the most part, the old couple that's known you forever that sees you kissing your boyfriend is like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. like, that's also true, right? Yeah. Like, there are people who absolutely commit hate crimes and absolutely commit harm to queer people all the time, every single day. And also, a lot of people in your community probably don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, like, I, I also want to say, just like, as a wrap-up for... Um, you know, Doug and Jack's storyline and, like, the fact that they, like, kiss and kind of end up together. Yeah. Is that, like, giving gay people a happy ending. Yeah. Even here now in 2022. Is, like, very rare. Yeah, and also, interestingly, I think giving, like, a happy family, too. Absolutely. Is, like, kind of wild to think that it's, like, well, yeah, then they're, like, this happy couple with a kid you know and there's yeah and it's like it's so rare i was reading something the other day that was joking about like the different eras of gay representation on tv and like uh-huh. the first one was like it's all subtext like xena warrior princess uh-huh. and the second one was like um bury your gaze which was happening at this time which is like all the gay people died yeah everyone just died yeah and then it was like Oh, and now your gay show. Oh, how nice. You have a gay show. It's going to get canceled after one season. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And so, like, the fact that this show actually manages to, like, skirt every single one of those. And, like, you know, do I think the representation could have been better throughout the show? Sure. Right. But also, like, the fact that they end it with these two people, two gay men being happy together and, like, 
intent on raising a daughter. Yeah. Like, that's a big fucking deal. I know. And they actually say they love each other. Yeah. Like, we don't get that with Jen. I don't know. And they like, kiss multiple times in this I know. episode. It's like, just like, yeah. it's like, it's so sweet. It's super sweet. And like, not only do they kiss each other multiple times, they also like have sexual attract and attraction towards each other. Like Jack checks out Doug's ass. Yeah, like, it's not like a bro hug like we got in season six. Yeah. And, and like all of those things like add up to actually a pretty great like last episode of yeah, this. Yeah. Um, so then we go to the front of the Learys, like there's that picnic bench that yeah. Dawson's sitting on it. And he's got his computer, and then he just kind of, like, has this vision of Jen. Yeah. And it's Jen from the pilot. But I was, like, I thought in the pilot the cab was, like, one of those 1950s cab, and this one's, like, the um, station wagon. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I don't think it was a 50s one. I think it was, like, an 80s one, but but I'm not sure. I don't remember it being a station wagon, so who knows? Yeah. But we see Jen getting out and, like, walking towards him before she sort of fades away, and I think that's, like, actually kind of so sad to see this like younger Jen. I know. You know. Yeah. And then like Alexander. And just how like he'll always remember that moment because it literally was his sexual awakening. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we see Alexander and Lily playing and Joey like walks up the dock Mm -hmm. and they have this like back and And Dawson finally like wipes away a tear like it's a fake (laughs) tear but like I'm going to give it to him because like I don't think he's cried yet Mm. and it's a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Dawson and Joey have this like back and forth about how they're surviving and like you know are you you like getting through it it's been a long day yeah he's like trying to write and Joey's like dude you gotta make this a happy ending like yeah enough sadness yeah he's I, like, don't I want- figured out the ending and you're like I just okay and she's like I don't want the life and death of it all and he starts dissecting that phrase and yeah. he says like why is it life and death as if to say that death is the opposite of life yeah but birth is the opposite of death Life has no opposite. Yeah. And Joey's like, yeah, that's that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> and she, they, like, hold hands. And she's like, it doesn't matter how this ends. Like, fiction is fiction. And for the first time in a long time, uh, his life is real. This is what Dawson says. Yeah. And he's like, it doesn't matter who, who ends up with who. Because in some ways, it's just always going to be the two of us. We'll always end up together. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what we have goes beyond friends and lovers. Yeah. And they say they love each other. And, like, I do buy it. Like, I I do think that, like, they – she needs to hear him say this of, like, we're not lovers. Yeah. Totally. we're, We're not friends. It's some mystical beyond thing that I've written and you said I'm a writer. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And, they, yeah, and, you know, like, they do love each other, obviously. Like, sure, they, sure. I, like, I just... No I, one's debating that. Like, I buy their friendship as being, like, that old friend that knows you from forever and yeah. you have all these memories together and, like, you just... I get those friends. I, I have those friendships. I know those friendships. Sure. I totally understand it. Um you know, I just think that, like, I'm just more honest with my friendships about, like, what they mean to me and where they are in my life. Yeah. Um, and uh, and they see Alexander climb the ladder to Lily's room. And um, Joey's like, you and me always. And then they, like, bump heads. And I think, like, if you weren't sure, like, that's the moment. So that they kind of, like, lean their heads together. They just, like, together. bump heads. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> like, they're... They cannot end up, like, yeah. this cannot be, yeah. like, 
the love story for both of them. Like, just even for both of them. Yeah. Kind of like, Dawson, I just see you have more romance and chemistry and connection with, like, Natasha, who was, like, a wild woman. <laughs> Is she number two or number three? Yeah. She's in the top three wild women. Yeah. We, She's we my number that. one. She's I your think. number one. Okay. I, I just really love Natasha because she yeah. like is a saving a, a respite <laughs> in season six. Yeah. Um, so we cut then to the show to to the creek mm-hmm. where Sam falls into Kobe Colby's bedroom. Yeah, it's and a this part of the I scene. Love. I love this scene, but it's like he's he's writing from real life because yeah. this is what happened. Remember when Joey fell into his yeah, window? Yeah, yeah. And she looks up at him and she goes, "Colby, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. <laughs> I want to know right now what, what will, will it be." be? <laughs> Which I remember screaming when that I know came it's, like, so it's so funny. And then they he kisses her, Colby, and yeah. Colby says, "You and me always." Yeah, and like we see that Dawson wrote the ending that he wanted, yeah. and I, I guess I just feel like you're supposed to take away the final piece of this is that like Dawson was only going to get that ending if he wrote it, which is why he like spent all that time writing the story over and over. Yeah. Because no matter how many times he wrote it, it never came true in the real world. Totally. So the only way it was going to happen the way he wanted was like, you know, in because fiction. In, in the real world, you have to deal with real people's feelings. Yeah. And Joey's feelings aren't the same as Sam's feelings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also Dawson isn't the person he writes himself to be. Right. So we see Joey's like watching the show. Yeah. And as the show ends, we cut back to Joey, who's like, that was perfect. Yeah. And she looks the person next to her on the couch who we cannot see. And she's like, are you crying? Are those tears? Are you crying? And when they pull out, it's Pacey. Oh, my God. (laughs) Joey's like, you're crying. And (laughs) Pacey's like, he got me. Like, it's so sweet. And they kiss each other yeah on the mouth yeah (laughs) i remember like cheering we scream scream oh my god because they wait till the very last minute which i guess we kind of knew was gonna happen but we didn't know you know yeah yeah um and you're just like it is i don't know it just felt like such a sweet release I, i guess it kind of makes you forgive so much yes because they do end up together yes but I was definitely nervous watching it. Like, oh, totally. I remember us being like, so oh, many shit. times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially the scene where Joey is like, I've always known. And then it cuts to Do- like Dawson yeah. walks in and you're like, because when she says, I've always known, you're like, it's Pacey. And then it cuts to Dawson and you're like, the show is making me think it's Dawson, even though I will never think that. Right, right, right. And like all good, like I mean, this is a good bait and switch ending, right? Yeah. But like on the TV show, they end up it's t- Dawson and exactly. Joey. But in the real show, you know, on the show within a show, it's Dawson and yeah. Joey. But on the real show, it's Dawson and Pacey. Exactly. Pacey and Joey. Yeah. And like, if there's anything clear about this show, it's that Pacey and Joey are it. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah. It's one of those things where I think every viewer, not every viewer, because there are some people that don't stand them, but, yeah. you know, the majority are like, if only they had known that. Right. And we still could have gotten a breakup. We still could have got a, you know. Oh, you, it could have been great. Yeah. Totally. But yeah. Uh, that we didn't have to go through a lot of the, like, erasure of of that really spectacular storytelling. Yeah. Um, like, why why like act like that story didn't happen when it was literally the best story of the show 
Yeah, totally. And, you know, they are like, oh, we got to call him. And so we cut over to Hollywood. We see Dawson's assistant say she's going home for the day and he should go too because he's got an early meeting. Yeah. And the phone rings and he's like, don't, you know, I got it. Yeah. I got it. He's like, he knows, he knows the, the East Coast feed has just yeah. like ended and he answers it and, you know, it's Pacey and Joey. They're like, gush. They're like, oh my God. It was amazing. And Pacey's like, Joey cried like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute because you actually see them being friends. Yeah. And in a way, it's like the first time you've seen all of them be friends on the show ever. Ever. Yeah. 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 And so Dawson's like, you're never going to guess who I've got a meeting with tomorrow morning. And as he says this, we get to say goodnight, not goodbye. I know. Again. Oh, my God. And they're both like, Spielberg. <laughs> and Joey's me. She's like, what are you going to wear? <laughs> That's an Aaron Hensley move, 100%. Um, and we cut to this picture from the episode where Andy leaves of the original four. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish Jack and Andy were I in agree it, with you. But I also get it that, like, yeah, at the yeah. beginning, there were four. Exactly. And in the extended version, we then get this visual reminiscence. I know. Through the seasons of these highlights of what our characters went through. Yeah. And I really do love it. I do too. And I wish it was the actual montage we got in the 100th episode. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Because it, it is, it goes season by season of yeah. every kiss, every romance. Yeah, yeah. It even has like Jen and, and Pacey together, you know? Yeah. And it has like Jen, you know, and Dawson and it has them all. It has Andy there, It you know. Yeah. Or no, there is no Andy. There's no Andy or Audrey, uh, Audrey which is my only yeah. complaint about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and we just get like, oh, it's like so sweet to see all of these really beautiful memories and you're like, oh, I'm going to miss the show yeah. so much that's what those are the best moments like yeah. honestly they they do all those moments are so good even the like Jen and and Pacey and even yeah. the Dawson and Joey fucking in season six you're yeah. like I oh that's fine I don't know yeah, yeah. um it, you get all these really great moments and um yeah and then at the end with we see like a sail off into the sunset yeah and you're like man this really is a perfect episode yeah and that's a wrap on everyone. I that's know. a wrap on Dawson's Creek. Yeah. A superb finale. It really is. Like a, Truly, like, like one of the best. Obviously, I have my complaints because, like, that's yeah, fine. I always die? would. <laughs> yeah. And why do why don't they sell us on the Dawson and Joey? Yeah, yeah, oh, my totally. God. Like, even in the final scene and also with with Kevin Williamson, who I actually do think he wrote them really well in season one and two, because I agree you're there in season one, like wanting them together. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Kind of. It's like, I know you can do it, Kevin. Um, So that's kind of hard. But I I guess after all that time, they just had to like go into the like, whatever, you know, Creek speak or whatever it is. Um, Yeah. So it makes it a little bit hard, but it's so good. Like, they finally give Jen a meaty storyline. Of course, like, I think it's so horrific. They kill her for no reason. But Michelle Williams also knocks it out of the park. She's so phenomenal. So, yeah. Like, she should have gotten a fucking Emmy for this episode. I mean. She's so good in it. Your mouth to God's ears. She's so fucking good. She finally did win an Emmy for Fosse Burden. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's, she's so good. You, for, you don't even care that her and Joey are best friends 
you know, even and though we've not been never at seen yeah. that at all, you know, you buy her friendship with Pacey and obviously with Jack. And even the fact that Dawson like films that video for her, you totally buy it. Um, yeah. So she finally, like the story is really centered around her and like, obviously Graham's is so phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so God, it's so great. It's so good. So good. So good. And what a way to go out. Yeah. And I mean, obviously I'm grateful that, we got this and not the totally totally the season six finale that i i don't even remember what it was called <laughs> joey potter and the cape side redemption is that it mm-hmm. oh, okay well, that was one before it but okay i think that's good by yellow brick road or got maybe it. i'm yeah yeah, yeah totally so yeah i guess my sort of parting words to this is that um i wanted to thank everyone who was involved with the show yeah because you know, we critiqued it the whole way. I know. Um, I know sometimes it might have felt like we were being harsh, but we love this show. Yeah. Um, there's so much here and we know how hard everyone worked on it. So yeah, if you were a part of it, just thank you. Thank you for bringing it to us week to week. Yeah. Um, like changed our lives. It changed our lives. And I, yeah. I think, you know, um, it meant, it meant something to us. It means something to us. Um, you know, with or without this podcast, like it always has. Yeah, so, totally. Um, and now just even more. So yeah, definitely. Obviously, now I have like such a more intimate relationship with it mm-hmm. without, you know, because of this podcast that I, I never saw coming. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. but in, in good ways, too. And I, oh, I think totally. we're going to do like a probably totally. a discussion about how we like felt about we feel about it now. Um, after doing it but yeah um but yeah i i just think it's such a good show and even in all of its faults it's still good i don't know i it's like we got this time with these really phenomenal characters i think the acting some of the acting can just be so good and even like the guest actors could have been really good too yeah yeah. i mean like nothing's 100 percent perfect and that's like the beauty of life yeah Um, and also gives you points to compare. Uh, and also I appreciate, I was thinking the other day about like, even like we were talking about downtown crossing a little bit so, uh-huh. at some point, And I was like, I appreciate that you tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even though that episode feels like a train wreck when you're watching it, yeah. like I really appreciate that. Like you, you didn't just like fall back on, a formula you like mm-hmm. fucking tried something and i like yeah you know i think that's cool yeah to try something even if it doesn't work it's fine like that's you know it's okay yeah, i mean obviously the whole show was about taking risks and they're like well what how's the audience going to respond when joey then suddenly ends up with pacey oh. and like you know to be honest i think the audience responded very well yeah i think for the most part <laughs> but like yeah. that clearly was a, a scary risk to take um in terms of the way formulas used to be and then it set a new formula which is kind of cool and i agree just having yeah all these really interesting storylines and things that i don't know like i've said I, I just really feel like it shaped my life in this way that no other show has and um, I don't know, even though, like you said, we're here to critique it. So we can sometimes I can I know I can be sometimes negative, but that's just because like I'm a white woman raised by other white women that demand perfection. And that's like something my toxic trait. So I'm like, you could have been better. 
But also <laughs> I think, but also I think like thinking about these things is important and thinking about like where it goes wrong and why it goes wrong. I think there's something important to that. Mm-hmm. And that's not a dig at anyone who was working on the show. Like, I think we have, we have the utmost respect and, and a profound respect for yeah. people who worked on the show um, in any capacity. And like, you know, I think it's more like, what do we think about it getting better? It, you know, having something where it, it only gets better, where we look at it and say, in the next teen show, mm-hmm. how do we make this better? Yeah. In... You know, I don't know. I think that there's like something important in looking at it that way. Oh, I absolutely agree. And so I think, yeah. Yeah, like I've always, or I've said it before. Like I think just us really standing firm and framing the Pacey Miss Jacobs as rape. Like I hope that like anyone who listened to us that makes current TV will know that like, I know they still do that storytelling and you just gotta fucking stop it. Yeah, totally. Stop. Totally. Full stop. Just stop that. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of things that we took a firm stand on, Mm -hmm. you know, that I'm happy about and that, like, we sort of pulled down, like, you know, this thing that you're proclaiming as romance really isn't. Mm -hmm. Or this thing that you think that I should swoon about, Mm -hmm. like, why? Right. You know, Henry selling his mouth guard for $500 to kiss Jen is not a swoon-worthy action yeah. if it's followed up by the behavior that Henry exhibits. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because it's like, I mean, sure, it could be in a different context, but, yeah. like, it's not. And so and so my thing is, like, okay. Well, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, it doesn't matter what, like, a swoon-worthy moment doesn't negate shitty behavior. Right. Like, those are mutually exclusive things. Right. So we have to, like, kind of really dive into these, like, Okay, like, in what ways do you forgive someone for shitty behavior? Like, he didn't tell her about his birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Party. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Not even his actual birthday, but then also his party. And right, right. To be like, oh, no, it makes sense. And you're like, what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, it's just like a lot. Yeah, and I, and I also just think that there is a responsibility to your audience, too. Um, of course there is. Of course there is. But also, like, you know, I mean, tell the story you want to tell. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that means the audience doesn't follow, but tell the story you want to tell. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. And I, I guess I just know, I understand the feeling that can happen where, like, we get so many beautiful, nice messages and then one can just really upset you. So if you just hear one negativity about your work, it sometimes can feel hard. But at the same time, that's not all negativity. Sometimes it's just more petty ones. And I hope we didn't get petty. Yeah, I, I think we tried not to be petty. Yeah. Um, like we always talk about when people say like, you say like too much. It's like, stop being fucking petty. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like what? Like we can't help it. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, there are certain things about the way we speak or the way we, like, put this show together that, like, it's just the way the show works. Yeah. And so, like, we get that. And I think, like, the same can be said of the writers of this show. There are certain, you know, this came together in the way that it came together. And, like, it's out there. And our, you know, what we, the job we've sort of took upon ourselves is to critique it. And, you know, I'm, I'm... 
so sort of touched and proud that people who have worked on this show have listened to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I've had to, every time we step in front of these mics, I have to kind of put it out of my mind so that I, I can know. say what I think. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and because I don't, you know, I think, I think at the end of the day, we're not out here um, to tear down a show that has been shit on by so many people. We're here to really talk about it and talk about the messages that it sent and talk about its success and its failures and to talk about what it meant to us. And as we say at the beginning of each episode, you know, how it defined our generation and in so many ways it did. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, I hope what we've done here, um, and we'll do a bigger wrap up, but I hope what we've done here is to really put it into context of what it was like to watch this show at the time mm-hmm. and then to look at it and reframe some of it from a perspective of, you know, 2019 to 2022. Yeah. Um, and understanding that whatever that perspective is right now will hopefully change and move and evolve. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it was important. It's always been important to frame it as like, well, why can't we like things that might have their flaws <laughs> or like what, why can't things bring us joy that are complicated and why can't we have like a real, you know, close reading and critique of, of Dawson's Creek. Um, and why should it be something that is at times looked down upon because it was for teens and teen girls and, and, mm-hmm. and f- for me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and so that's always been my like real goal of being like, you can just like what you like and feel like it can be intellectual or it can be silly. It can be funny. It can be life changing and it can be like really special to you. Yeah. And I, I just, for a lot of different reasons, for so many reasons. And I just think that's so important and that's yeah. What I hope we did. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, thank you guys for being here with us along this ride. Um, uh, you know, as you might know, we're going to do a couple of wrap-up episodes where yeah. we've got a lot of questions. Um, you can still get your questions in. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot of wrap-up to do. I think we're going to, we want to talk, we want to answer your questions. We also want to talk about, um, you know, our experience in doing this show mm-hmm. and also like where we come out now that we've done the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you've got us for a few more weeks Yeah. Uh, at least and... Um, we just want to thank you guys for being here, for sticking it out with us. We, um, you know, our episodes are long. Yeah. Y'all, a lot of y'all listen to every single one of them. Some of you tell us you go back and listen to them again, which is like very (laughs) flattering. And, and, you know, we appreciate you guys. Um, we appreciate those of you who have been here with us and who are finding us later Mm -hmm. and who, um, yeah, um, I, I feel so privileged and blessed that some people have found something important and something um, that they needed from us chatting about this. And yeah, um, that, you know, I don't think anything can really uh, hold a candle to what that feels like. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, but it's been fun. And thank you all for being here with us, being yeah. in space with us, just giving us your time. Um, we hope you all are staying safe. Yeah. It's a truly wild time to be alive. I don't know. Register to vote. <laughs> I 
please. Please. <laughs> and then make your plan to vote, yep. please. <laughs> um, and double check even if you think you're registered to vote. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because, you know. Yeah. People be wild. It's wild out there. Yeah. Um, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Defund the police. Mm -hmm. Stop Asian hate. Yep. Honor our treaties. Mm -hmm. Water is life. Mm. Like, is there water in Jackson, Mississippi yet? Uh, Good question. I think yes, but tentative yes. Probably the governor's mansion. Yeah. There's definitely water there. uh, we stand with all movements that protect the rights of the working class. Police unions are not true unions. They work against the working class. Okay. Abortion is health care. Mm-hmm. Abortion is pro-life. Trans lives are, trans rights are human rights. Uh, universal back tra- background checks, ban assault rifles, uh, cancel student debt. Um, We're standing with the people of Iran who are yeah yeah standing up to real women's movement happening worldwide here Mm um over there it's truly horrific um yeah just so sad um and you know yeah just people really fighting for freedom yeah um and we're on that side yeah uh I guess you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. Um, you can email us. Yeah, I'd still get your emails in if you have any final wrap-ups. Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. We want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at GoFreakingCrazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. For Capitalism Corner, we have merch. I mean, we're just going to keep the merch store up there. So yeah. you can buy merch whenever you want yeah um bit.ly slash dawson's critique and yeah i'm still drop i'm gonna drop more just i've been busy (laughs) but yeah i'm gonna drop some more soon um we have our patreon we'll probably keep that up at least through october yeah um patreon.com slash dawson's critique and as always you can order our book i remember everything life lessons from dawson's creek available wherever you get your books i'm gonna go back to the very beginning Mm-hmm. on uh, the place that you might want to get your book, which is where I got my start. Book Soup Bookstore in West Hollywood, California. Um, hired me when I was 23. And uh, let me... You had that nice apartment like Joey. I did, I did not, <laughs> as you will recall. I did not have that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you can check them out online. Um, they might have our book on the shelves. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, and, uh, you know, check them out. They're a great store on the Sunset Strip and where I cut my teeth as a young bookseller. Um, you can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we'd like to thank everyone who has listened to us for all this time, all these years, yeah. uh, who has liked us, subscribed, written reviews. Um, we just so appreciate that you guys have done that. It's helped us immensely. And um, we hope that people continue finding this podcast and finding something in it um, that speaks to them. So until next time, until our wrap-ups, uh, please take care of yourselves, stay safe out there, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>